this is Pat Harrington. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, Loft, Tony Figueroa, and Donna Allen as we continue our look at this week in TV history. In our previous segment, we remembered the 20th anniversary of Johnny Carson's final night as host of The Tonight Show, Friday, May 22nd, 1992. As we pick up our conversation, we'll now take a look at the night that Jay Leno first took over as host of The Tonight Show, May 25th, 1992. This was Memorial Day weekend. Johnny was Friday. Jay was Memorial Day. Right. And little benign to us at the time that there was a lot of stuff going on. I mean it it was kept out of the public eye a lot of it until Bill Carter's book right. was late was, shift. Yeah. Which nobody disputes but uh, nobody wanted it out there anyway. Right. But my god just put yourself in his place day 1 after an almost 30 year reign. Mm-hmm. Even though he hosted the show many times before, I mean just what what he must have been looking at. Must have been must have been staggering. Well, yeah, the guy was a living legend, and there are not many of those out there. Uh, and then to actually have to succeed a living legend in his studio, right. yeah, initially, yeah, basically over the weekend they were going to take Johnny's furniture out and put in Jay's furniture, and Jay, you know. Jay, he, Jay had mentioned this when Johnny died. He said, you know, I still feel like I'm a guest in Johnny's house. But, you know, do you come in and and it's, I would say to Johnny's credit, you know, it was a very well-publicized retirement because Jay could have had it even worse if, you know, it was done in a way where it looked like... The young guys coming in. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is the guy who got Johnny fired. Yeah. Or, yeah, or this is the guy who pushed Johnny out. You know, what like what happened with Deborah Norville. But uh, you know, Jay comes in. It's 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 an unenviable position, and there's so much going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And I remember one of the stories that got play is should he have acknowledged him? Should he didn't? He chose not to. But again, yeah. it's a, that's a no-win situation yeah. because if you acknowledge him, it just reminds everybody the fact that you're in this guy's shadow. And, and if you don't, because you want to establish your own identity, you run the risk, as he did, of not respecting him. Not respecting. Johnny did not acknowledge Jay when he said goodbye. Yeah. And some people pointed that out. Some people thought, you know, there should have been some acknowledgement. Some people said, why does he have to? It's not about Jay. It's about him. Right. And and I believe uh, the fact that Johnny did not do the acknowledgement, uh, it was uh, Jay's people, let's put it that way, that said, no. You know, we're not. he's not going to acknowledge you. Jay did acknowledge Johnny when uh, Johnny got the... Uh, what was it, the Kennedy Center Honors, and, and, and there was other mentions, you know, later on. But uh, the whole event, as, as, as things would play out, you could tell that there was some fracturing of friendships. There were other things playing out that uh, I would say, you know, every time, you know, people would say, well, why can't you ha- do a, a show with Johnny, Jack, and Steve? And Jay would always be very dismissive of it, not knowing that, oh, you're not going to get any of these people together. Right. The past stewards of The Tonight Show... Uh, no, they're they're just not gonna. They're not. Basically, Johnny is not gonna do that. Not because of Jay, but because of uh, his relationship with NBC. Right. Of course, if anyone could have done a show like that, it would have been Dave. Because yeah. Dave Dave had Steve Allen on many times. Dave yeah. had uh, Jack Parr on a number. Yeah, of and, and so did Jay. Jay had both Steve and Jack, not at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. I think David had a really good relationship with Johnny Carson. I think the only appearances Johnny made on television after he retired were on Dave's show. On Dave's show. And he did a Simpsons. And he did a Simpsons. He did a Simpsons. 
Yeah, but he yeah he appeared when Dave was in L.A. One of the last times he did a, an L.A. show, Johnny Carson came out, and it was a huge thunderous applause. Dave offered the desk. He sat down. He picked up some papers and then stood up and, and, and walked away. <laughs> and, yeah, that was the and, – and, and people were going crazy about that. What we found out after Johnny had died is that every once in a while he was faxing Dave – Material. Monologue jokes, yeah. yeah. And uh, when Johnny died, Dave opened with the show – and then he acknowledged that all of the jokes that I just told were written by Johnny Carson and sent to me. And, you know, so the whole thing. Uh, when Johnny died on a Sunday, Jay uh, did a show Monday, which was a tribute show to Johnny Carson and just kind of changed the roster. And they had uh, Don Rickles, Bob Newhart, and most importantly, Ed McMahon. Yeah. It was the following Monday, because Jay was on vacation, mm -hmm. that he did his tribute show and he had uh, Doc Severinsen on and, and several people that uh, they would tribute. And you could see both of them sincerely uh, adored uh, Johnny in that way. Uh, Jay, to his credit, because for a good part of the last 20 years, I had been a, a good Jay Leno advocate because I think that he, uh, I think history presented him not so positively during the whole uh, battle between him and Dave. Yeah, uh, Certainly not in the late shift. Not in the late shift. Um, I think the late shift was uh, fair and balanced in one way. I think there was an honest, and, and, and Jay uh, especially does not dispute, but, you know, it came down to the fact that Jay had a deal in place and yeah. Dave didn't. And uh, I, as much as one would say, okay, well, you know, Dave is the rightful heir, Dave deserved to have The Tonight Show, you know, he should have been the obvious choice. It was obvious later that Johnny wanted Dave to be the one to. Dave never had anything in place to be the one. When Johnny made the announcement, Dave just said, okay, well, we're ready to move in. Uh, Dave at that time, uh, Dave and Jay for a brief period had the same representation, uh, which was Helen uh, Kushnick. Yeah. And played by Kathy Bates in the movie. Played by Kathy Bates. Uh, but Dave left. Dave did not like dealing with uh, any Hollywood people. Yeah. And he had all of his legal stuff taken care of by a friend in Indiana who was a, <laughs> a lawyer. So he never had anything in play. Uh, Ellen, uh, made the, Helen made the deal uh, when uh, Pat Sajak's show tanked. Yeah. And CBS wanted to court Jay. And Jay said, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go up against Johnny. And Helen made the deal that... Well, you know, let's. He won't go up against Johnny, but when Johnny makes the announcement, when Johnny decides to step down, Jay will have that spot. And NBC agreed with that. And, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Much of that same type of embroglio um, played out, what, not 20 years later, but almost darn close 17, to 20 years, 17 years when later. The whole uh, Conan O'Brien debacle. Yeah, it is It is amazing, and I always thought that Bill Carter's next book should be called The Late Shift 2, T-O-O, uh, but, uh, you know, he wrote it, you know, more of an independent story, and if you read them both back-to-back, -back, yeah. they're both uh, very good reading. I mean, I do, before we, we jump over there, I mean, we do have to note that uh, Jay, in his first tenure as Tonight Show host, he, like Dave, did their post-September 11th shows. Uh, Dave did uh, his... First, and then Jay did it the following night. I don't know if they pre-planned that or, or yeah. worked it out. Uh, he did do uh, uh, in 2000 during our, our horrible energy crisis down here. He did one show in the dark, <laughs> all by candlelight. 
he did after his his nine eleven show. He had John McCain and Crosby, Stills and Nash. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger made his announcement oh, yeah. for the can- yes. Uh, good, bad, indifferent. He did announce his candidacy on the Tonight Show, which was we all knew it was going to happen. Which basically sort of set the you know set a trend. I'd have to look it up, but after I think he was the first to really announce, and then after that, sitting politicians started doing the Tonight Show as part of their. John Edwards announced his candidacy on The Daily Show. Yeah. But I think it was those type of shows where those announcements would be made. Yeah. As opposed to Meet the Press. Uh, Jay was the first host to interview a sitting president. Barack Obama. Barack Obama, yeah. He was the first to actually do that. Uh, So that, I mean, and and that was just before he stepped down. Uh, That And he said that that was, you know... uh, the highlight of his career is to actually interview. He's done it once since Dave has interviewed Barack Obama at least once, if not twice. And John Stewart has also interviewed Barack Obama, and he's done the View. I mean, this president knows right. how to reach the people, and uh, obviously. And by the time this airs, I think he would have been on the View a second time. He would have, been, yeah, you're right. He would have been on the View a second time. It's, it's kind of a, a, a horrible tarnishing the way that things ended. Five years prior to Day, I mean Jay stepping down, he did say it was actually the 50th anniversary of the Tonight Show, it was, and he did say, you know, I've already met with NBC and we are in agreement uh, that uh, I will be leaving the Tonight Show in five years and Conan O'Brien will be taking over. Uh, he said it as a way, like we all agreed, and he also said, you know, when I took over, there was a lot of controversy between me and Dave, and I don't want to see that happen. And little did we know. <laughs> At the time, but the thing is, you know, you say that, and either you don't say it or you say it and you own it. Right. And I think that was one of the things when all of this brouhaha was coming out later, that, well, he said this, and we're holding him at his word. And then other people were saying, well, you can't hold something he said five years ago. And I said, yes, you can. (laughs) Uh, but he said this, and and it played out this way, and and then you know Conan you know was very elated and 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 took over the franchise for uh, seven months. Yeah, yeah, he, two weeks longer than uh, Jack Lascouli. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks longer than Jack Lascouli, and then Jay came back right after the uh, the I Winter mean, the Olympics. Thing, the thing is, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, yeah, he said it. Five years. It would be one thing if it was a press interview and you say – sometimes you this say This was things, a prepared statement. Right. Yeah. This, is, this is a prepared statement on what is, without question, a television institution. Yeah. It's not quite meet the press, but it's got a certain amount of gravitas. Yeah. Uh, it's, the program, that is. The, yeah, the program, the, the franchise. The franchise, thank you. The franchise, which is something that should be bigger than any one of its yeah. – Hosts, including Johnny Carson, uh, and and uh, what happened? And I'm not going to put sole blame on anybody. And like I said, I had been for 17 years at least. Sure, uh, I would consider a fair Jay Leno advocate because I thought you know one person handled business and one person uh, did not handle business. And and like it or not, this is what it boils down to. We could argue fairness, but. <laughs> Uh, and and if you want my opinion on what would be fair, you know that would be different. That's right. like, you know it's 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 the bottom line. You know it was very unfortunate, and even Jay had said, you know, you need to give Conan time, and I don't think Conan was given time uh, to find his in, way. In in Johnny's era, Johnny did not 
just take over like gangbusters. No. In, now, I'm not sure whether the rules are the same today because this, this is May 2012 as we have this conversation. It's new media. It's a new ball game. Things mm-hmm. are changing. But even two, three years ago, when, when Conan took over in a traditional broadcast universe, especially on a, uh, for a five-day-a-week late-night talk show, it usually takes anywhere from 12 to 18 months to establish an audience, to establish yeah. a show, mm-hmm. to establish an audience. And seven months is nothing. Yeah, and it was established. Uh, I am sure that Jack Parr had his rough patches. Yeah. They all did. And Johnny definitely did, and it, it was very well established. You know, he, he was no Jack Parr. Right. And then Jay, you know, Jay really owned The Tonight Show, I would say, after the Hugh Grant interview. Yeah. How long was that in the show's run? Uh, at least uh, three years. Yeah. You know, the what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Jay. What the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Jay started out competing with Arsenio Hall and Dennis Miller and Chevy Chase. Okay, but Arsenio Hall and Dennis Miller, and there was conflict between all of those guys as well. Uh, you know, what acts can you book? You know, if you book somebody, you know, then you have to have a certain amount of time before they could be on one of the other shows. And uh, Arsenio did bring on a lot of people that The Tonight Show would not let on. And so Jay did have to deal with that and, and came out on top at the end of it. And then when he, when basically he, he beat all of those guys, then Dave came in, and Dave was reigning for a while because he was new and he was different, and, and a lot Plus of people... Plus CBS was number one at the yeah, time. Yeah, at the time. In 90, and, and Dave had his yeah. issues because he was, you know, on different nights, he was losing out to Jay, and Dave would blame the primetime lineup right. because you you need the right lead-in. Mm-hmm. And and so there there were some issues with that as well. But I think it was it was right after the what the hell you were thinking. That's when that, Jay, that's, oh, yeah. that's when, when Jay took yeah and 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 never looked back. And uh, so you know he does have his points. I think um, what happened when Jay was given that ten o'clock show was something I don't think the rest of the country outside of New York and L.A. really fathom what it meant. Yeah. And we don't have time to no break no. that down. No, right we now. don't. That that would be. Hopefully that will be something that we'll talk about. You I'm, know, and, and, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, it, could, it could come up on different subjects yeah. there. But uh, anyway, when we look back, it is amazing. Uh, everything from uh, that we brought up from the month of May, yeah. everything that we have talked about is so relevant today. <laughs> This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Grasshopper, the virtual phone system designed for entrepreneurs. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential, trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential, and save $50 on your order. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer 
or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.